0: Hey, y'all, welcome back to the Dope Mom Alone podcast. I am your host, Heather McFadden, and this is the place where I'm gonna walk alongside you and connect you with people and resources so you know that you don't mom alone. In this episode, number 325, oh man, y'all, hang on. It is a fun ride. I'm inviting Aaron Moon and Courtney Cleveland, good friends on the show, and we're gonna talk about owning your motherhood.
1: Can I just point something out that you just said that I think is so revolutionary? Okay. And it is the phrase, it takes years. Yeah. What, like, put that on my gravestone. (laughs) Like, that is, if, if I could remember that phrase for pretty much everything in regards to motherhood, I think I would be so much freer. How do i get that tattooed on me so i could see
0: it i think y'all are in that phase of like you don't have one old enough to see what mattered and what didn't
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. there's no end
0: to the tunnel so these gals are so fun and sharing such wisdom that i just went ahead and hit record and before i even introduced them we got going in the conversation and so i'm going to introduce them now so the first gal you're going to hear is courtney cleveland she has actually been on the show before. She's from Dallas. She helped me plan my first live event here in Dallas. And she came on the show in 2019 with her friend, Laura Hernandez, to talk about summer strategies. So if you're needing some help, go check out episode 249. They'll help you plan your summers. Laura is known as Mama Systems. And Courtney is super passionate. Her joy is infectious about travel. And she helps families have all the best days on their trips. She will help you plan trips. She also highlights different cities and tells you how to have the best day in the city. Also on the show is Courtney's longtime friend, Erin Moon, who has been on this podcast before as well, if you're familiar with her. It was episode 236. She came on to talk about Lent, and she has written Bible studies. She also is on the PopCast team, if you know the PopCast with Knox and Jamie, she has her own show within a show over on the Bible Binge podcast. Uh, her show's called Faith Adjacent. And she is legit so funny. Like, one of my favorite Instagram follows is Aaron Moon and her husband, Ben, who goes by Captain Amazing. Such a renaissance man. So this is the first time Courtney and Aaron have been on a podcast together. And I just think it's magic. I hope you agree. Uh, I really would love to do more of these, like friends that come on the show together with me, just a reminder of the joy of being in relationship with other women and being our unique selves and embracing our own superpowers. Please don't miss Aaron's fantastic tip at the end of having a fake Mother's Day. Such a great idea. Let's get right to it. Here we go. Okay. Say that again for the people in the back, Courtney, we'll just start there. You feel, tell me, tell me again.
2: I feel like I feel weird being on a show for moms, because I feel like I've been avoiding motherhood the entire time. I mean, all my stories, when I was thinking about answering your questions, I was like, I mean, I've just been like, one of my friend's favorite stories about me was after I had cocoa. I mean, I've got a literal like baby and I'm like, oh, you'll go to the wine bar? Let me just grab my lobster high chair and (laughs) schlepped it into the bar, hooked my baby up so I didn't miss wine time.
0: With your friends, right? With my
2: friends. And yeah. so I just feel like I've just had a hard time accepting maybe that, I don't know, this comes with sacrifices or something. <laughs> I don't
0: I mean, I can relate to that. Bruce and I, I think our oldest was on 12 different airplane trips before he turned one. We took him to Prague, London. Dang. Uh, oh, I took him into movies. They had these mommy matinees where you could take oh. him in. I saw Pride and Prejudice. It's the end scene. And I am changing a poopy diaper at the diaper cha- changing table. They put in the middle of the theater and I'm like right there, the screen's all in front of me changing the <laughs> Mr. Poopy
1: Darcy guy. is trying to tell Lizzie that he loves her. There and is, he he's he drenched. Her. He's
0: drenched. He's gorgeous. And I'm changing a poopy <laughs> diaper and I'm not missing a moment of my life. Let me see this. Put this in my veins. I'm, yes. I'm not, I'm not slowing down for this. This is, he's invited into my life. Is yes what I felt like
1: yeah so. do you relate to this Aaron this whole? oh my gosh yes I like I think I wanted to prove that, Having kids wasn't going to slow me down. Okay. You know, so it's like, I can still do all the I'm still, I'm still so much fun. Look how much fun I am. I'm still fun. I'm still, sh- I got my baby on my back. I got my baby on my front. Oh, you like, were okay. Were you an attachment person? Like you had all the wraps? Well, I just had all the wraps because I still wanted to do all the stuff. Okay.
2: Yeah, just, not, you know, is not to be close.
1: It wasn't yeah.
0: like you read a book and you were like, I need to wear my baby all the time to her attachment. It was like, no. I want to keep going and you're coming. Yes. Yeah.
1: yes. And and apparently also bonus, this is helpful for your yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you. Yeah, exactly. Like your me be a good mom. <laughs> so, and, and that was the bonus, right? Like that was the thing. It was like, I looked like what I cared about was the attachment. But really what I cared about <laughs> was not missing out with all my fun friends that didn't have babies yet. Checking all the boxes. Check, check, check. <sighs> check. Stroller, Gosh.
2: Scroll slow you down?
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, so, how, okay. Yeah. How many years married were each of y'all before you started the kid thing? Like how many years of marriage did you have without kids? Three. three, three.
2: Yeah. I'll never forget Erin showing up to my workplace telling me that she was pregnant. I was just like, what? what? <laughs> we're not doing that yet. Exactly. Like I didn't mean to do this. <laughs> it happened. I've not told anyone. I'm like. Aaron, you were on.
1: you were the first person I told. And I remember you going like, like your face was like, what this isn't no, this isn't what we're doing. And you and children. I was like, I know, and I was like, it's fine. I didn't think about it at all, but think about all of the women who have had children before me in much more chaotic circumstances. It'll be fine. And it was okay yeah, for right. a while. <laughs> Wait, so how many years,
0: how many years until you took the plan? Did she lead the way? Did you feel like, okay, if Aaron can do it, I can do it? Or was yours not thought out either? It just kind of.
2: No, yeah, yeah. I mean, we were, I was about to turn 30. I can't, I don't know how many years of marriage. So that must be eight. And I. (laughs) Okay.
0: Y'all kind of held it.
2: Yeah. So I was about to turn 30 and I looked at Michael and I just said, I know that we ultimately want a family. Like, I know that's something we want for ourselves. Yeah. So like, let's just pull the goalie. You know what I mean? I remember you
1: saying like, (laughs) we had a discussion and it occurred to us that we would look up one day and be like, Oh, we forgot to have kids. That's
2: exactly what we said. (laughs) I, we forgot. And so I thought, I said, let's just like add it to the chaos. And I feel, I feel terrible saying that I was thinking about this because I know that a lot of women like really struggle. And so I feel, um, but that was, our journey of just giving giving it a go, and then we just kept adding them. And Erin kept it was a surprise every time. God bless her. Yeah, we were, we were not great.
1: We were not great about uh, f- you know just being responsible or nuanced or thoughtful about our
2: choices. Cyrus twist. will always be a celebratory baby.
1: Yeah, well, and they all were in their yeah, own I guess way. So. Oh, you
0: each have three. You each have yes. three.
1: Yes, and we each have the distinction of uh, raising ourselves with our firstborn. Okay, so that's exciting too. We love that. We love that. Yeah. It's,
2: yeah. Wow.
1: Tell me about
0: that. Tell me what is what does that mean for you? Raising yourself with your firstborn. Your oldest is
1: how old? So my oldest is eleven. Eleven. Twelve. Yeah, and she is she we share a lot of similarities but where we really the like deep feeling and the emotion the intensity the yes intensity yeah. and mm-hmm. like just so much you could just break your teeth cuz you're gritting them so hard so you know we we are almost the same person to the point where now that we are entering this preteen stage she wants nothing to do with me because I think she sees her future and she's like, wow, that's amazing. She's got some stuff going on there. I don't <laughs> no. really know. Seems like she needs a lot of therapy. So um yeah, but so we're entering that preteen world where she's like now it's not as fun that I'm that we're a lot alike. It's not as cute. She's not into it as much. So and I'm like, don't you want to? Where are you leaving me? No, don't, don't be my friend. Not my friend, but you know what I mean. Just like, don't, don't push me away. But you no, know, that's happening, full on, full, full on. on. And then they come back around. They come yes, back. Yes, that's around. what I hear. I'm just, I, you know, and it's you got it. Okay. The 11, 12 to
0: me is uh, the sleeper on the developmental. No one talks about it, and they pull away from faith a little bit. They pull away from their family a little bit. They have struggles with their social life. It's not, it's not it's an unexpected stage, and I don't know if it's culturally like it. It's hitting them a little earlier, this preteen thing, or if this is just part of like it's always been.
1: Yeah, I think I'm not an you expert. Know- this is my child who, when she was five, she asked me why God killed the baby T-rexes. Mm-hmm. So we've always had like a a deep like she's always been like very thoughtful and mindful about faith and God. But I have noticed that this is like it's just more questions, more just you know, you're just it's the beginning of that development of faith, I think, and where, you know, is it okay to ask questions? What, how can I be as antagonistic towards this as possible? Yeah. Like, what are the stupid questions I can ask to trip these people up? I love doing that. Yeah. That's super fun. I know more than they do. Oh yeah, for sure. How old's your oldest Courtney? Um, Coco's
0: eight. Okay. So they're three years apart. You've had eight years as a mom. Uh-huh, You've yeah. had 11 years as a mom, Erin. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you, Tell us about this growing up as they grow up. What do you feel like has shifted in you as a mom? Like what's grown up in you?
2: Well, I will say this and I I don't know who needs to hear this, but God really healed something in me this past year as far as motherhood goes because like I said, I, for a long time I had really rejected motherhood. Hmm. I really found it sort of boring and I didn't want to talk about sleep schedules or mom stuff. Like I just had stuff I wanted to do. And I still wanted to be a person and be me. And so it was really hard. And so consequently I really let a lot of other people's advice rule the roost and just like try to implement what everybody else was doing. I really never took ownership of it. And I had this moment screaming in therapy this year of like, I, all this, we were talking and I all of a sudden just started shouting. I'm a mom. I'm so I'm mom. I'm their mom. I'm a mom. Like, and I just, I don't know. It took me eight years to like, I was like, oh, I'm a mom. And like, <laughs> I just, I didn't realize how much I like not, Taking that title on Mm -hmm. and I just have felt so it's like one of the first times I've been able to tell that story and not burst into tears because it's huge like I can just feel my heart racing now that I was just finally accepting the title I just feel so much more connected to my kids now Mm -hmm. the this quarantine really helped that that like they're mine and I'm the boss and like I know what I need to do with them. I just have not really like connected with that. Like my mom was the mom or just other people were the boss. And so it's been, it's really helped me connect with them and find like a lot of peace and, and nothing is really an assault to my parenting anymore. Like I just, things are just advice now, or that's interesting to something to consider, but I'm not I'm not taking these criticisms or, but I mean, it was a very long on-ramp. I was watching a friend crying the other day about to have a baby and just feeling the loss. And I just was like aching for her because it's so real. Like the, there is like a lot of grief with, and excitement with having a baby. It is this wild yin and yang. And just to know that it did take me eight years and three kids. To accept this season, this title. And I mean, that contributed to a lot of depression and um, just a lot of struggle and being an artist and all sorts of things in my life. So it's been a long road. I hear
0: like that identity and almost like redefining what a mom is. I think sometimes like not owning that title is because we think it's a thing that it's maybe not. And so it sounds like to me like you embraced your brand of motherhood, what you are and who you are and how God made you. And like, I love that ownership and just, no, I don't have to take on their definitions or their labels or their versions of what it looks like. Yeah. And you're thriving in it now, right? Like that's fantastic, Courtney. Yeah.
2: Mm -hmm. Feeling way more just connected to my place and my season. Yeah, for Mm -hmm. sure. And and that helps redefine what thriving looks like. Yeah. You know, like we're not a family that sits around at dinner and eats together. I don't like that, but that's (laughs) not us. I don't, that's not my life. That's not
0: your life. That's okay. That was
2: another huge thing that I, I, I realized over Christmas is like, stop trying to be someone else's family, be your family. Like look around and be like, what do you guys do? Well, how are we like, how do we, function together. And they, like accepting that. Oh gosh, that was that was huge. That's how we got another dog. <laughs> Neither here nor there.
0: Our new random dog. New random dog. louie and Louie. That's it. Oh, uh, because you have three as well. Three kiddos. Okay, so Aaron, what what did growing up in motherhood look like for you? I know I'm totally not using our questions, y'all.
1: That's fine. We're just making we're just making it up as we go. I think
0: it's um, I think this is fantastic. <laughs> I haven't I haven't introduced y'all. Nobody knows who's who. <laughs> we don't know what we have professional,
2: almost Podcaster. eight years in
0: the job, and I don't even <laughs> cared. That's this Rochester is my Super trademark. Bowl. This is my <laughs> Super Bowl for motherhood is Mother's Day, and I felt so much pressure. that I was like, I don't even know. I just want to have fun. I want to I want to look forward to my interview. So that's, I invited y'all. Are we the Mother's Day episode? Yeah, <laughs> oh my gosh. y'all are. This is what I'm saying. It's the Super Bowl and I have Aaron and Courtney and I'm loving every minute of it. And we're talking
2: about how much we hate
0: being mom. <laughs> no, that is not what I heard. That is absolutely not what I heard. What I heard is that this has been this journey and motherhood is a part of this process for you. And I think every mom can relate to that every mom, if you came on here and told me that you did all the things and no, nope, that's not relatable. So, okay, Aaron, what did your growing up while you were mothering in these 11 years look like?
1: You know, I think, uh, I think what was really what, what I've found as I've, you know, we're kind of entering this new stage, we're about to go to middle school. And I think one of the things that has really stood out to me is that there are and like, just through my work uh, on the Bible binge and just being a, you know, like a internet person, what I have discovered is that there are a thousand ways to love God, like people, the way people love God, it comes across in a thousand different ways. Right. And I think in the same vein, what I have learned is that is also true for motherhood. Like there are so many ways to be a good mom and it does not look like It doesn't look like for Courtney, what it looks like for me, what it looks like for Heather. And I think that has been so influential. One of my dearest friends is one of the most nurturing, loving, deeply just maternal people. And she was a mother to me before she was a mother to her children. And she still is. But I was constantly trying to be a mom like Liza is a mom and Liza is an excellent mother, but I do not possess the things that Liza possesses within me, like in my spirit and that the way I mother is different from her. And that doesn't mean it's any less valid. It doesn't mean it's any less, no matter what I know. I think one of the things that I know now is that it's kind of similar to Courtney. Like I didn't really love this as much as I thought I would. And it, that terrified me. And until I really let go of the idea that I had to be the same kind of mother as everyone else, that I had to read the same books that, that even the way, because I, my mom is amazing, but my parenting doesn't even look like her parenting you know so i think it was so freeing and it seems so simple and looking back i go you big dummy like why would you ever think that that like that's not even how humanity works but I think it's so ubiquitous this idea of being a mother what it looks like what a good mother looks like it's changed so much from our generation to the previous generation and so I just think it has it was so influential to me and also like trying to figure out and again this is kind of piggybacking off of Courtney but like what what do we want our family to look like and and I think bringing my kids into that conversation too like what do you guys want this family to look like? What is important to you? What is it that you need from me? What is it that you need from your dad? How do you want to be supported? And I think asking those questions and having them take ownership of what they wanted the family to look like and what we wanted the family to look like and finding that happy medium was really, really influential for us. Because
0: we're all such really cool people. It would be a shame exactly. if we like tried to <laughs> smush that. What she's
2: saying.
0: That's what I'm saying. We have a lot of excitement around us and gifts. And if we shove it into some other box, that's boring. We're not handing our kids the gift of, of Aaron, the gift of Courtney. You're I don't know. I had, I had a great grandma who was like farm. Okay. Y'all Indiana farm. I have in my head, her jumping over a fence at 95. her washing her feet in the sink, like so flexible. That's in my head of like, oh, women do like they're sprightly and they have energy and nothing holds her back. And then my grandmother was like, got a master's degree and a full ride to a St. Louis university. Anyway, I just had in my head, a lot of examples of women. My mom went back to school, got her degree. I just, in my head, the examples I have, because those women didn't hold back to be a version that fit the culture. I never saw boundaries on what I could be. Yeah, And I think oh, if we like
2: nice.
0: stifle or try to fit in a box of X, Y, and Z kind of mom, and that's a good mom, our kids miss out mm-hmm. girls or boys. I think both. Oh, like yeah. I have all boys. So I, I mean, I don't have the the girl who's like, I'll be a mom, like my mom, but just cry me a river. All right, everybody cry. <laughs> but I, I, I was telling Courtney, Aaron that yesterday I went to the musical Tuck Everlasting. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the musical? I don't think I've seen the musical. Oh, my gosh. I, felt, I know I'd seen the movie, but I was bawling because this girl, she's 11, has this choice of do I drink from the water and live forever with this family or do I stay on the wheel of life?
2: Mm -hmm. and get
0: married and be a mom and grow old and watch my kids grow up and get married. And she chooses to stay on the wheel. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like we're part of like this wheel as moms, Mm -hmm. this like legacy building thing. And that's why I love Courtney, that you're embracing this and you're owning this identity because you're a shaper. It's not like you're important because you need your kids to be trophies. You're important because you get to pass on your Thoughts, your beliefs, who you are, to another generation—that things you'll never see. Yeah, like you'll leave this planet, and those kids will still be here, passing it on to that anyway. That part's cool. Yeah, and there's no pressure to like perform in that. That's just be yourself and pass it on anyway. That's a little tangent.
1: No, you preach.
0: Go see the musical Tuck Everlasting. (laughs) These are all. Where I just want to be in the drama club with y'all because. I was in all the musicals in the high school and all this stuff, too. And I know y'all went to camps and y'all.
1: There was a magical summer (laughs) where Courtney and I worked together and we were with each other every day of our lives. And it was wonderful and beautiful. And we will never forget it. It was so it was so precious.
0: See, I'm, I'm super jealous of that. I'm thankful to bring you this fun conversation thanks to sponsors like Rothy's. Now, have you heard of this company? They make stylish, sustainable shoes and bags and they're carefully crafted with eco-friendly materials. Get this, repurposed plastic water bottles and marine plastics. And they're so comfortable with zero break-in period thanks to their seamless knit-to-shape design. Now, I don't know if you've seen them, but I have really cute closed-toed like um, flats that I got from Rothys they're called the Point and their black version has over 5000 near perfect reviews I chose the big cat pattern cuz I to me that's like a neutral like a good animal print is a neutral uh I've wear- been wearing them all the time like now that I'm <laughs> Suddenly my calendar is very full with places to be and I feel really cute and they're comfortable. So if you wanna go check them out, check out all their amazing shoes, bags, and masks over at Rothies.com slash D-M-A. That's rothys.com, R-O-T-H-Y-S, dot com slash DMA for don't mom alone style and sustainability meet to create your new favorites so head over to rothies.com/ slash DMA today. Okay, speaking of owning your motherhood, I'm gonna go to the questions. Okay. And I I told these girls I listened to an episode with Brene Brown and Dax Shepard and Tim Ferris and she sent them questions and then she just wanted them to like think of them on their own, so they didn't influence each other. So in the in the thread of Brene Brown, what are some of your motherhood superpowers as you've been analyzing, like your brand, who you are?
2: Yeah. Well, okay, I have two. Okay. <laughs> I flying? No, if I fly. Um, all three of my kids have really awesome baby books, and that's I that's impressive. Thank that's you. Big. I feel really shocked. I don't know why I <laughs> like got into this, but I, because, you know, the joke is that the first kid has one and then nobody else has a baby book or and three, so
0: no, three for the first kid.
2: Yes, exactly. <laughs> and none for, for the whole luck. life story. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, Oh,
0: he ate some, his first <laughs> apples <laughs> sauce today. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Um, write it, it down. down. Write it down. So what is your method of baby? Bo- like, do you have a specific brand or what? Are you a scrapbook, like digital scrapbooker or what do you do?
2: Um, yeah, I think what it was was I got like this. I think they're 12 by 12 little um, scrapbook styles. And so it was just something that was like easy for me to maintain. It wasn't that I was like writing down when they crawled or something, but I just kind of started it, it was just a place for things about their story to land and um, pictures of, you know, and and so just little tidbits. I don't know. It just has like um, grown and been a consistent thing that I just like to contribute to. I keep them accessible. I think that's another thing. They're not like packed away. They're easy on the bookshelves for me to get to. So I don't know. It's just something I've enjoyed and I feel really proud of that.
0: I think that's great. That's great. Right.
2: Thanks. There's a
0: creative element to that, too, that resonates with your creativity. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Um, and second is that uh, my kids eat sardines. So I don't want to. Wow.
1: Wow. Don't Just don't throw that, shade. that in.
2: But- do, you feel, do you feel like, do you feel <laughs> proud of yourself right now? I do. Because always, like when we're camping, you better believe uh, that's some good, healthy uh, protein yeah. uh, that I can crack open with some chips. For my people, no, they stink like fish. Yeah, that's a mess. But um, my mom ate sardines.
0: I'm trying not to gag. Like, I'm really trying not to gag. I'm really proud of your superpower. But (laughs) just no, that's really. That's great. So their palate is just like, I'm so no, totally like, wiped out. They can eat anything now because no, from sardines, they anything eat is available.
2: Pizza. So that's why I feel really like, oh, wow. like okay. I have something. Okay. Because okay. they suck at eating. <laughs> and it is literal Cheerios and cheese pizza. And I want to, they don't eat anything I make. I hate dinner time. Oh, it's the worst. It's the worst. So the fact that I have
0: this is just something I need to hang my hat on. I think that's great. I'm very proud of you. Mm -hmm. I'll bring, I'll send you a load of sardines through (laughs) Amazon.
2: (laughs) Guys, I get really into the bougie ones from like Portugal. What? (laughs) Oh gosh. I love a good branding on a sardine can. Okay. because it's the thing. This is
0: a lot of new information for me. I
2: know, I know. <laughs> and it's like, I regret this ever.
0: No, Ask this is okay. This and I'm, I feel like the need to Google bougie sardine.
2: Oh, happens. absolutely. Thank you.
1: Okay, Aaron, you're up. What was your superpower? Okay, I'm really good at one-on-one time. Like oh. you want to go on, like, like let's have let's have some quality time. Let's go on a date. Let's do all of the like I love a good treat day, right? And I'm great at that. Like I'm a really good facilitator of that. And there's really good conversation that comes from that because all of my children would literally crawl back up inside of me if they could. And they I there is never enough of me to go around. So these are crucial for us. The second thing I'm really good at is I have I've perfected the laydown game. So what I mean by that is I'm really good at quote unquote, playing with my kids, but really I'm just laying down. And so that's like, let's play doctor. Let's play sleeping whale at the bottom of the ocean. Let's, you know, whatever we, you want to make a fort around me. That's amazing. Do that. And so I look like I'm playing with my kids. They're getting the, the feeling that I'm playing with them, but I am not actually playing with them. I am laying That's down. Sometimes I have my AirPods in and that is, is a double bonus. That's it. Oh my gosh.
0: Those are both winter superpowers. I'm curious with the one-on-one, do you have a system or is it just like, Hey, this kid right now, it just happens. Yeah,
1: you know, like what we had a situation at school this week and it was obvious that like we needed to talk and it's, I don't know. I mean, you guys have three kids. Our house is absolute constant chaos, just like, and nothing could have prepared me for the kind of chaos. And there's never any time to sit down and like, look at, let me look at you in your eyes and like, let me see how you're doing. Like, let me know what's going on in your world. What music are you listening to? Like, you know, I've got one kid that just wants to listen to the Junie B. Jones soundtrack on repeat. She literally doesn't care about any other, any other music. And so like, you know, you just like, you, you miss out these little nuances. And what I discovered is that, and they love, they love being, by themselves with a parent, like just we're gonna get a treat, and yeah, I'm bribing you a little bit with a cookie and a Sonic, and but I'm okay with that. That's okay, and so I remember my mom did that for me. I don't know if she did it intentionally, but we would go like to the mall and we would get like America's Great Cookie Company, whatever, and it was just like it was such great time with my mom. And I wanted to recreate that with my kids. And I just didn't know the bonus was they'll actually talk to you and they'll like say things that they have the time and the space to say, which I think is great. So winner. So you're just kind of watching to see like, is there a high need
0: moment? And like, this is a good time and the weekends probably. Yes. You're at, you're at work at a location Mm -hmm. every day. Yes. During the week. So then during the weekends you have feel like it's a lot for moms who work outside of the home to balance all the things like the kids, the friends, the
1: home, the, fi- you know, it's a yeah, lot. I'm, I'm pretty protective of the weekends. Like we're, we're gonna, we're gonna spend some time together and like, I want everybody to rest and I want everybody to have a chance to chill. And that includes me. So, so do you say no to some friendship things out, like outside of your family all the time?
2: Yeah. <laughs> Like a
1: boss, (laughs) like eh, all the time. Yeah. I, uh, and it's not because I don't want to hang on my friends. It's that if I can tell, like, or even if like, even it doesn't even have to be like a bad thing that precipitates the one-on-one, like it can be, Hey, like I can see that you've worked really hard on your grades and you brought back a great weekly report. Like, let's go celebrate, you know, just that, like taking the time to make sure that they know that you notice what's going on in their lives. I think huge. I think a lot of people I've interviewed would say
0: that that's, that's a really good superpower and you're laying down. I interviewed a gal that does play therapy and I think you're just doing exactly what she said. Just let think the kids you're right. lead and you yeah. just hang out. They feel empowered and you're just winning. Those are I great love, superpowers.
1: I love to play like I'm sick.
0: You know, so I have I'm a new sick. option for you. Um, You could be a sardine. Oh, that's laying her. down. <laughs> See? See what I did there? That's good. Okay. Um, what about your mom kryptonite? Like when do you what do you need support for? What's not
1: something maybe you don't handle well or your husband does better or do you want to go first or you want <laughs> me to? Cause I'm I will happily talk about how much I hate meal time. Do like, it. let's go. Yeah, he spies it. <laughs> Why do they have to eat? They want to eat all the time. So many times they want food all the time. They are so picky. They are, and like I just, and we're we're Ben and I are pretty adventurous eaters, and they are. It's, it's cheese pizza and chicken tenders and mac and cheese, and that's it. That those are literally the only things they eat. Like tonight on the stupid meal plan is a meal. I know none of them will eat. Yes, I don't this care.
2: This is my life. Yeah. And it makes me feel like a failure right every yes. day. I, this is what I hate about it. The end of the day makes me feel like a crappy mom. Yeah. They're not getting nutrition. No. We're not gonna, I, I just cooked for you, but nobody eats it. Okay.
0: I, I'm going <laughs> to free, I'm going to free you both you don't up. Tell me
2: on, the meal plan that sponsors you, had Heather. No,
0: I know. This is where I'm going to free you up. Okay. So I have the old kids. I have four boys, right? And everyone's like, boys eat all the time. Oh my gosh, boys eat all the time. Not until they hit puberty. They are not eating all the time. I wonder if how they're alive, how little they yeah. eat. But I had to recognize that they ate lunch. Lunch was their biggest meal. Dinner was like, I'm going to make a dinner for Bruce and I. I'm yeah. going to make two portions for Bruce and I, and then they might have a bite each. I'll put yeah. a bite on each plate and that's it. They don't need any other food because they're not going to eat it anyway. They and don't eat it. They're not going to eat it. And I, I mean, we're big on like a snack cabinet, a drawer full of fruit. You can eat as uh-huh. much fruit as you want. And, and they they grew fine. They're Mm. actually very healthy eaters because they stop eating when they're full. We never made them eat anything. Mm. And now they eat like gangbusters. Like I have to make six portion. Well, five because my littlest guy, he's still nibbles at dinner. I just don't count dinner as a meal for them. It's just not a meal. It's uh, optional exposure to some new foods. All right. I, I like that. An That's optional helpful. exposure to new foods. Okay. And again, really- honestly, their favorites is sushi. They love sushi. They I mean they love it's Indian food. I mean it's it takes a long, it takes years. But if they see you eating it and they're exposed to it, eventually you're gonna be like, wow, we go out to dinner and it costs us over a hundred dollars. This is
2: ridiculous. (laughs) Right, yeah.
1: Can I can I just point something out that you just said that I think is so revolutionary? Okay. And it is the phrase, it takes years. Yeah. What a like put that on my gravestone. (laughs) Like that is. If I could remember that phrase for pretty much everything in regards to motherhood, I think I would be so much freer. How do I get that tattooed on me so I could see it? Every I day? think y'all are in that
0: phase of like, you don't have one old enough to see what mattered and what didn't.
1: Mm-hmm. There's no end to the tunnel. I have this
0: gift of like, oh, I didn't have to make that such a big deal because he's now making choices for himself. He's 15. Mm-hmm. So he's He's choosing what he eats. He's choosing how he spends his time. It's less of me dictating it. Mm. So I'm seeing like what was important, what mattered in like, oh my gosh, why did we spend so much energy on that? That was a waste. Mm -hmm. Like, why did I make that so important? Yeah. Anyway, it's that you're in that tricky stage where you wonder like, will they go to prison? (laughs) Because of this. Mm. how much therapy, not how much, but how much. So yeah, it's a tricky stage, but thank you for being honest because I think moms can relate to that struggle. That is, I think very common. And I think honestly, if they eat a big meal, then they don't go to bed. Mm. They're kind of like digesting. I don't know. It's a theory. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. (laughs) What is it? The guy that dog Dagwood or the comic when he would eat a sandwich, he'd always have bad dreams. You need a big sandwich oh yeah from I the Sunday know. the comics <laughs> yeah. I remember him. I don't know I just made that up I'm not a doctor <laughs>
2: I'm not a doctor why are
0: <laughs> okay so Courtney what's your kryptonite is it dinner time too is that what you're gonna say
2: well I mean a thousand percent I was gonna say also socks I don't like them so or wear them so I don't put them on my kids or buy them for my kids and my husband cannot stand bare feet and never has his feet exposed. So it's like this weird, he doesn't understand why there's like no what what what's the problem no with no foot covering. Yeah, but I can't they I don't want to pick them up. They're everywhere, they don't stay together. I just don't understand them. Like let's just <laughs> let's not just forget socks them. as a society. I find them annoying. They they are the thing that's snap the camel's back. You know what I mean? Yep. Yes.
1: That's how I feel about my, one of my children refuses to, she will hoard her underwear. Yeah. And I find them in mm-hmm. the weirdest places. Like I've found them in a dollhouse. I found well, them in the mean? refrigerator. Like clean, clean or dirty. Clean no, or dirty. It's her, her used underwear. No. It just Why?
2: tucks them away. Just
1: like she's, it's not, it's like, I'm going to put, all of my clothes in the dirty clothes hamper except for this wadded up underwear that i'm going to put in the crisper in the refrigerator and i go why are you doing this and she looks at me and she's like i don't know it's not something that i think about it's not something that i understand the psychology behind but she ref- and it and it makes me want to Go on a murder spree. <laughs> I, I cannot. I do not understand what the logic is no, behind I can't. hiding the underwear in the weird places.
2: I just feel this about eight in general. I can't this age.
1: Oh my gosh. Oh my it's gosh. It's going to give me a blade. Just thinking
2: that. Which
1: which age,
0: age? The eight of age of eight. 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 Heather. Eight. Okay. Eight. <laughs> what is happening? Yeah.
1: It's like a weird, it's like their bodies haven't caught up with their brain yet.
0: They're capable of doing a lot with their bodies at this point. They're capable, but there's not a lot of like cause and effect available.
1: Wow. No, not at
0: all. There's not a lot of like, especially for boys. Y'all have girls that are eight, but you don't, I'd never ask them why, because mm. there is no why.
1: Oh yeah. Our friend Rita has this great phrase that she uses with her kids and she it's always walk me through that. (laughs) But when so like they'll make a decision and she'll be like, all right, well walk me through that. And through that question they discover that what they have said is stupid wasn't just a great choice wasn't a great choice when you ask an eight-year-old to walk you through that there there is no logic that has come into the brain to help them understand why they have chosen a certain way mm-hmm. and it, it just it's not there yet we're working on it but man it is tough Fire. I'm picturing the
0: dirty underwear in the crisper. I just can't just everywhere. I can't Get that image out of my head. In the wine rack. Okay. What under the rug? <laughs> How are you
1: guys gonna sell your house if it, there's that's a Great question, Heather. That's what I'm talking about. Trying to sell your house while you have kids is like eating wa- Oreos while you're trying to brush your teeth. This like it's true. just not possible. No. I want to put a sign on our door that says, "I wanted this to be so much cleaner than it are was." Yeah. I have children, and they hate me. Hey, here's here's me. the benefit of it being a seller's
0: market i have been in a lot of homes right lately and nobody's making it look nice like oh, you, we just hey, got, how got how out of a you? pandemic every single room is an office every yeah. room is an office Good there's luck. stuff everywhere enjoy it, and it's like they're like you find a of, bonus pair of underwear that's yeah. kind of flexing they're kind of flexing yeah. their yes. mess it's kind of you like you want this? You want to pay extra for this? Come on. Yeah. You want to pay cash? No inspection? I kept right. my dirty carpet for you. Here's the stain <laughs> from my nachos. Yeah, maybe 200,000 more. Come on. <sighs> so you're in a good place at least. It's not like it's have to have it pristine Let's... to sell. Well, people a good,
1: because it ain't happening.
0: Another great sponsor I love sharing with y'all is Thrive Market. You may have heard me talk about them before. I use it to get special products, particularly ones that I would have to go to a different grocery store to buy, products that may be keto-focused or gluten-free or whatever, maybe some clean home cleaning products, some stuff for our dog that I don't want the junk. And his foodie, there goes, he's so precious. If you want to check it out. So Thrive Market, basically, you go on there. You can choose food, snacks, body care, whatever you want. And if you spend over $49, you get free shipping. You get a membership. And so for one month, it's $9.95. For 12 months, it's about $5 a month. And if you join today, you're going to get $20 off your first order and a free gift check out those free gifts. I typically save $20 to $30 each order. So that membership fee is totally covered in the savings that I get. If you want to check it out and get high quality, healthy, sustainable products um, and get lots of wholesome food, home, beauty stuff, go check them out. Join Thrive Market today. Get $20 off your first order and an exclusive free gift. The only way to get this offer is by going to thrivemarket.com slash D-M-A, that's Thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E, market.com slash D-M-A. Get this exclusive offer with $20 off and a free gift. You can't get this offer anywhere else. So go to thrivemarket.com slash D-M-A. Thank you for sharing those. I truly relate to all of those. The socks, Mm.
2: Oh, man. I can't fathom your Okay, life.
0: so I had to get down to everybody gets a different brand of socks. Mm. Oh, that's smart. And I have, they're like the shoebox drawers from Container Store. Yeah. You know where you pull the drawer out, but it's like the shape of a shoebox. Yeah. And everyone's color-coded. So the youngest is, he's orange, black for Watts, or the, the third. Anyway, everyone's color-coded. And I keep the socks downstairs. Keeping them upstairs is madness because- oh, yeah there's
1: no, they're they're never getting on with feet. the washer
2: and go. Get they're just down. Oh yeah. That's
1: exactly what we do. No, yes. no separating it out. Just it's a treasure box. You find mm-hmm. what you find, which means <laughs> sometimes Cyrus wears one short unicorn sock and one of his big sister's athletic socks. And I that's think just that's how a it win. is. I think it's a win. Know. You, you get
0: out. The, that's what I like about summer Courtney. I totally relate to that because when we were in the seasons of, I think Crocs are now like Bad because oh. of the carbon footprint and all that jazz. But whatever is ava- allowed now without socks, I'm like, yes, summer, no yeah. socks. Praise Jesus. No, no, that I can totally get that. It does get easier when they can manage their socks. I will tell you. Mm. It does get easier. Um, Okay. I know we're closing in on our time. Were there any questions you were like, I want to answer that one?
1: Um,
0: how you no, stayed? No, you pick. You pick. How you stayed sane.
1: Oh, I have a. I have a deep and intense sleep ritual.
0: Oh, tell us that about I that.
1: begin at six o'clock because wow. I'm so excited about going to sleep. Tell us about your sleep ritual. Yeah, well, it's just very intense. <laughs> I have special pajamas. I leave my special pajamas next to the air conditioner all day so that when I get ready to put them on, they are like chilly. Nice, because they're silk. Because I got into silk pajamas during the pandemic. I also have a special sleep mask. I have my music hat, which is like my wireless headphones in a headband that's a sleep mask also. I have scents. I have a certain thing that I listen to. I have a ritual. What's your certain thing you listen to? Well, I listen to uh really large biographies of like 16th century uh royalty on 0.7 speed. So right now I'm listening to a 29-hour uh, book about Mary Queen of Scots, and it's it's perfect because it's like I get a little bit of history, and then I fall asleep. Because Do you set a timer so you don't like, uh huh, yeah. Okay. And it's just the really slow British woman talking about <laughs> Mary. <laughs> Mary. It's so great. Yeah, I have like I have my sense. I have like what uh, sense? Like what are you talking like, about? Um, sense? like uh, you know, I have like my some call Not me crunchy it? foot rub. Oh, okay. uh, you know, and it's just like I, like it's like it was for a time, it was the only thing that brought me joy. I have my C B D gummy, you know, I've got all my stuff. Okay. And I have like, you know, my face is all ready, my hair's up in the towel. And it's just like this is the only time when I can do what I want to do. Okay. So I'm going to take my time. I love it. So
0: when do you hit the, like, when do you get into your bed? What time? You said it starts at six.
1: Well, it starts at six with the, uh, with the gummy. I got to take the gummy. So it has time to activate. And then, and then everybody is in bed or in their rooms by eight 30. Okay. And then I am usually in bed by nine reading, starting the process. You don't do like the Netflix binging that time because no, no, I no. I don't like Ben is a night out, but I, I want to be in bed. I have my weighted blanket. I okay. have my cold pajamas. I have my silk pillowcase. Like I just, you have the,
0: silk. So I was going to ask about the pillowcase. Cause oh, I feel yeah. like that's a game changer too. Yeah. Oh, yeah,
1: for sure.
0: I definitely think all the sleep aids went up during the pandemic. Like oh, like wow. we just that's where we put a lot of money is yeah. like okay this experience needs
1: to be yeah everything and it is it's wonderful. <laughs> I'll never I'll never give it up. And
0: then what time do you get up? So
1: how much sleep you're getting? Uh I get up about
0: six 30. Okay. That's good. So yeah, I feel like good. Solid. And oh, then you're great. nice you're a nice person to be around. <laughs> great. Amazing. <laughs> okay. Courtney, how did you stay sane? You said that you kind of embraced your motherhood during the quarantine. Yeah.
2: Well, part of that was that I, I think one of the reasons this past year was so hard was that the, uh, we were living in our homes so hard. Like the housework seemed en- endless. Like we used to be able to leave. And so it felt like the house got to be clean for a minute or it got a break. And it was just like overtime. you could literally spend the entire day picking up. And so I. I just like let myself walk in freedom a little bit and just sit down. And I really got into reading fiction and like cranking through it, doing that 20 minute timer or just like letting the house be a mess, reading while my kids play. Like I just, I gave myself permission to stop fussing around the house, sit down and do something that I like. And that, it feels good to work your way through some books. And so.
0: And probably pretty amazing to have your kids see you reading. Like, yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, I gave homeschooling a shot. And so I got really into the whole, like, this is it. This is the ultimate. Th- if we just read with our people, we will be winner, winner, chicken dinner in the end. hundred so,
0: percent. I mean, that, and the ages your kids are, it's like you read aloud a couple great oh books and you, I mean, what more do you need?
2: That was such a gift to learn about. Yeah, Very great. important too.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm curious because this is a special Mother's Day episode. (laughs) How do y'all celebrate Mother's Day? I don't feel like I even have a good answer for this. But like, do you tell people ahead? I know I've had horrible, horrible Mother's Days where I woke up. There was no breakfast. I was in charge of getting all the kids up. My husband had worked so hard. He stayed in bed. I was ironing kids clothes. I was doing all the things. And I was so mad. And I think that same day I found out my foot was broken.
1: <gasps> oh.
0: I went to the I ended Mother's Day in the ER, and I had like a three month old newborn.
1: Oh my god! So I was
0: like, yeah. So Dumb. I've had some bad ones. I
1: haven't mastered this, but so I think I think I think I have uh, I've kind of cracked the code a little bit for okay, me, good. and that is that I have stopped viewing Mother's Day as a holiday for me. And what I mean by that is like, this is not a day that is for me to sleep in or anything. Like I just view it as a normal day and it's like, you know, high five to mom, you're doing great. And then, but then I, you know, here's your breakfast that we made you that's of middling to decent quality. Uh, you know, we made you some cards. That's great you know your husband got you something awesome we do we make sure and go bring flowers to all the kids' godmothers so we do that but i've started <laughs> i've started executive producing my own fake mother's day that i do for myself
0: okay, okay. tell us so like that. on
1: another day that week maybe it's the saturday but like i get to do what i want to do yeah. so i by myself a massage. Yes. I go get a pedicure. Yes. I get to sleep in. I get to take a nap so that I'm still getting mother's day. But on the day, the kids feel like they get to celebrate me and they get to spend time with me. And they, you know, all of that thing. I've, I've, I put too much expectation the first two, like few years of mother's day to be like, why is it, why am I angry? On yeah. first day? Like, why do I hate this day so much? Well, then you check I didn't you get check to do the Instagram, anything.
0: yes, and you yeah. check the Instagram, and it's like, oh, look at the really amazing thing they did for their mom, and then you feel worse. Yeah. You're like, why are why did I give these losers? You yeah. just do nothing good.
1: They just threw they threw a kolachi on <laughs> not even the you are special plate. Kalachi. Just <laughs> threw a kolachi oh, on a regular a plate. plate. Yeah. A regular plate. Didn't even get me a diet, Dr. Pepper. Just <laughs> poured some water in a glass. You know, it's just, it's just. I've, I've, I'm done putting that expectation of everybody to know exactly what I want to do. Mm-hmm. I myself. That's smart. That's
2: good. Very so wise. Like
1: do you have a tradition, Courtney? Or I mean, I just,
2: I don't do anything. <laughs> I. It is my Michael. No, it is my nap day. I to do church. They give break. Do breakfast, and then I. It's a free day. I hate when it's over, and then Father's Day is he's full on. (laughs) Father's Day, (laughs) I'm also also, uh, (laughs) off. I expect you to fully engage. Um, and Mother's Day, I'm napping. So, (laughs)
1: thank you. So perfect.
0: Does your mom, Barb? So Courtney's mom is infamous on the internet. Barb, Mm -hmm. does she have expectations for you to like come to their place that weekend or?
2: Yeah. No. Cause they're in Baton Rouge. Yeah. So, um, we get space. She doesn't want flowers. I mean, I, after that's very wasteful. That I sounds mean, that's right. Very that's on brand. Wasteful, that's on brand. Yeah, and yeah. That yeah. So It can't be, it does have to be thoughtful. Barb is adamant about Christmas and birthday and mother's day. This did not sneak up on you. Like this is not, you have always known this holiday was coming. So if the card couldn't make it or the gift isn't here. <sighs> Well, then you don't love me.
0: That's on you.
2: <laughs> yeah. So
0: you didn't um, prioritize this. No, this is not the most and important thing. Clear, you know,
2: Courtney Action speak real loud. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we don't miss those things and we keep it real thoughtful. It's smart. Yeah. My poor sister, she, you know, she's got her mother-in-law and her mother. And so it's kind of, if that's confusing, what is a mother supposed to do? When she's got to take care of her mother's.
0: This <clears throat> is what I had this moment. Yeah, the whole like, well, we need to go to my parents' house for Mother's mm-hmm. Day. I was like, <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> so I, I think I'm going to embrace Aaron' your idea that it doesn't have to be on the day. That if I just kind of outline like what does matter to me, I think a lot of this motherhood journey is getting to know yourself. Come oh, on, gosh, yes, again Yes. People in the back. Yes. <laughs> know yourself. I-, I had this really a moment with these women. I was in a knitting group with, and I've shared this on the podcast before. But I was sitting with them, and I real and I hadn't even had my oldest son yet. I was pregnant, and I realized they had had more years after their kids had left the house than they ever had kids home.
1: Hmm.
0: So, in figuring ourselves out in those whatever years we have kids home. Really is foundational to never losing ourselves as we become, there's so much more life post kids leaving the home. There's so much life. We don't have to cram it all in into those years they're home, but we also don't have to lose like who we are and just say, oh, it's all about the kids. So I think knowing, knowing yourself, embracing yourself, but loving your kids, I think nailed it. We got this. Mm. All the best moms, all the best moms right here. So I didn't even say, Courtney, tell everyone before I have to go, because my um, tile guys are here for the
2: bathroom. All right. Uh, Yeah.
0: (laughs) uh, Well, tell us where they can find you and really pitch yourself because you have embraced something that you love, which is travel as a family. And if people need help with that, you even offer a service.
2: I do. So I'm at Court Clark Cleve And I've just started a little travel biz called All the Best Days Travel Design. We're just in our early stages, but I um, want to, if if doing all the research and planning a road trip or a trip for yourself just sounds exhausting, I want you to put all that on me. I really want to build you a unique travel guide for your family um, so that you can learn more about who you are and how, who you guys are as a unit, um, and moving through this world. So, yeah, I really want people to travel more quickly, more often and enjoy it.
1: As I, Courtney has designed several of our family's trips and they are, they are always so excellent. She pulls, she finds the best things to do she takes your family's vibe into account. Like one of the most important things she asked me was how do you want to feel on this trip? And mm-hmm. I was like, I have never even thought about that. I've had all these <laughs> expectations for travel, but I've never said them out loud and had them like, used in the planning. And so she's really so intuitive about the way she gets to know your family and learns what you love and what will be a good, successful trip for you. So I cannot recommend you to her more. That's a good, I love you that's too. A good endorsement
0: right there. Five stars. Five stars. I, yeah. And all the best days is your Instagram for that too, right?
2: Yes. I also have all the best days. <laughs> Instagram it's kind of on a little pause <laughs> it's on a little <laughs> pause okay don't bring it out. out we're figuring Clark it out Clark Cleave. yes court
0: cart wait court Clark Cleve that's me
2: Courtney okay. Clark Cleveland
0: okay so Aaron they need to check you out too you yeah. are the resident seminary student and the host of the Bible binge. So
1: I am the resident Bible scholar on the Bible binge and I, uh, host faith adjacent on the Bible binge feed. And I co-host favored or forsaken on the Bible binge feed. So, uh, come check us out. It's like, if your great aunt got like, teeny bit tipsy. Like she had a tiny cocktail and she wanted to do a flannel board for you about Bible stories. That is kind of the vibe. So like we have a good time. We recap Bible stories like you would a TV show or a movie. And then, um, Knox and Jamie do that. And then I come in in the back and I offer the gentle rebuke where we may have been a little heretical or we may have not fully understood a historical context. And, um, so it's a com, it's comedy. It's supposed to be funny, but then we also do, um, but faith adjacent is my show where I kind of walk through finding God in places that maybe we did not expect to find him.
0: Super cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I think y'all are amazing. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for trusting me. Thank you for making us laugh. And I hope you have a fantastic Mother's Day.
1: Hey, you too. Even if it's not on the day.
0: and if it's not on the day. Any day. (laughs) I hope that was as fun to listen to as it was to have that conversation. It really inspired me that I might want to do more of these. Like, friends, (laughs) mom friends, have them on the show and just have a fun conversation. I don't know if that's something you're into. If you are... Uh, DM me and tell me if you enjoyed this. I'm gonna pray over us. I'm gonna pray over the upcoming Mother's Day and just this message of leaning into who God made you to be. Lord, I thank you that none of us are the same. I thank you for the variety that you created. I thank you that you are outside of our motherhood at work in the lives of our kids. I know that we are growing up as our kids grow up, and I thank you for that grace. I thank you that we can own the unique role we play in our kids' lives and the legacy that we leave, but that we don't have to be burdened by that, that we can trust you. I thank you, Lord, for the celebration of mothers and their important role in shaping our culture and our world, and I pray that whether (laughs) her day looks like she hoped or not, that she would feel your love and your presence and that she could just hear you, hear your voice telling her how you delight over her. And I thank you and praise you for each mom represented here, each dad that listens in too. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks y'all for joining me. Uh, Next week, I'll be back with my friend, Kay wyma and it's a good one. It's a great conversation. I have posted this week a Mother's Day giveaway that I hope you've entered. It's over on Instagram. I sent it to my email subscribers. And um, last week, a fantastic conversation was had over on Patreon with one of my patrons, uh, Sue. She signed up to have a mentor moment with me. And oh, my lands. I was ministered to. It was so great. So if you haven't checked out our patreon community head over to patreon.com slash don't mom alone just content is happening there i'm about to release those play uh videos that carissa fry who was on the show she is going to train us in how to play with our kids and show that in a video with another friend of ours angel so y'all good stuff happening over on patreon i hope to meet you there